0: Hi guys, welcome to episode 2 of the For Foot's Sake podcast. On this pod we do a freeze promo debrief, look at the new set of road to the final Cards. We also look ahead to Team of the Year and speak about the best way to save up packs for the biggest promo of the year so far. Lastly, we discuss how you can get some more enjoyment from the game. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. Okay welcome to our three new guests today again last one was kind of UK based this one very very North American uh, or American to be exact but again we're gonna first guest here short stacked welcome to the podcast. How's it going thank you for having us. Yeah not too bad not too bad so again we're gonna start here again like we do with all our first time guests go into your kind of first delve into FIFA and kind of ultimate team and content creation but again in your own words how did you get started?
1: yeah so uh with FIFA, I technically started in FIFA fifteen I played it for one day and didn't like it so I returned it for Madden so you know that was that was kind of that but then uh, my friend told me to get it at the beginning of FIFA 16 so I decided then and uh since then I haven't stopped playing it you know every year every SBC you know all those things
0: <laughs> <laughs> so again have you been like a i'm gonna say I'm gonna say the s word here I know people are going to hate me for this. Have you been a big kind of soccer guy for a while, or is it like kind of FIFA's made you more into soccer?
1: Uh, It kind of goes hand in hand. So the same friend that got me into FIFA got me into soccer, and then uh, just appreciating the game a lot more has come from FIFA, definitely.
0: Yeah, no, again, especially from my experience of living in America for a while, I can definitely see guys that, that play FIFA and have zero idea about soccer. Um, yeah, I know a lot of guys in the, the baseball team at my college, stuff like that, were, were mad about it and were actually good at it whilst having zero idea about mm. kind of soccer as a whole. Um, but as far as like content creation, streaming, creating videos, stuff like that, how long have you been doing that?
1: Yeah, so I've been streaming since February and then I started creating YouTube videos for my series back in 2000, uh, FIFA 19. Sorry.
0: So, yeah, yeah so you started you start with YouTube before you start streaming then?
1: Yeah, it was just a little bit easier for the place that I was in, like my apartment and everything like that. And then when I moved to the new place in FIFA 20, uh, starting, like I said, in February after team after my uh, Road to Team of the Year and everything like that, I decided to start streaming because, you know, I had two Team of the Year players and people want to see that. So
0: That's great. <laughs> yeah. But again, we're going to introduce our next guest here, Slater. Welcome to the podcast. What's going on, Bristol? Thank you as well for having me on. Very excited no to be here. Again, like we do with every first time guest, Slater, we're going to start with your kind of own words and... you got involved with fifa and kind of the content creation side of things
2: yeah so fifa 14 was the first fifa i ever played uh my buddy across the hall in college was playing it and uh it's like you should play it and um and now i'm way better than him and uh shout out to kyle a channel icon uh but uh like just got really into the game and started watching content creators on twitch um that were doing this specifically nick 2018 just kind of fell in love with that concept that people could like play a video game and hang out with people on the internet i was like this seems wild and totally not normal but i love it and um quarantine came and i was like i got nothing to do and plenty of time so finally gave it a go after uh seven years of talking about doing it so very very excited to uh be here now so you've only
0: been doing this for about since about march time then
2: yeah it started april 6th april 6th i think actually me and jose within a, like a 20 minute span of each other started at the like in the same day or something like that so yes, sir. um so yeah it's been a very like new experience but
3: um an incredibly like rewarding one as well yeah so again i know you said you started fifa back in fifa 14 have you kind of been big in ultimate team since then or are you kind of new to Ultimate?
2: Team? yeah so i first 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 time i ever played it like he was playing ultimate team and i was like what is this i started playing it and then like three fifas in and a lot of credit card purchases later i was like okay this game is wildly addictive and i love this thing i've finally peeled back and don't spend money on the game but yeah I, once the moment i found Ultimate team head first and have not looked back um at all no,
0: That's great to hear. And again, we're going to go with our last guest here, Jose. Jose, welcome to the podcast. It's honestly a pleasure and an honor. I'm really excited. Um, ask away. <laughs> that's good, to, good to have you here. Good to have you here. Again, like I said, with every guest, Jose, in your own words, kind of what got you started with in FIFA and the, and the content creation of it? Definitely. So being from Venezuela,
4: I, of course, was no stranger to the game of football slash soccer, um, but I never played FIFA until actually FIFA 16. I wanted to get back into gaming because the college life had dominated my world, and I saw FIFA as a really casual way to get in, and I was really wrong because I've been playing a ton of Ultimate Team since. Um, Never really took it too seriously until FIFA 20, and at that point I was also a content creator. My best friend Notice and I had a joint channel that is in hibernation now on YouTube uh, surrounding the world of football, and. Once the COVID pandemic started, we decided that the only way to keep making content while also staying safe was to transition to the gaming side of it. And so I initially started streaming on April 6th, like uh, Slater just said, as a way to keep making content throughout the pandemic. And sure enough, now, however many months later, it's my bread
0: and butter. It's my baby. That's bad So again, with you kind of streaming, did you watch a lot of Twitch beforehand? Are you kind of new to Twitch as well?
4: I'm I'm actually quite new to Twitch. I've been following YouTube for a long time. I watched Zweyback's uh, you know, player reviews way back in the day. Um, but I never really followed Twitch until Nick 2018. And that was the only person I watched on Twitch until I started streaming
0: myself. No, that's mad. Again, even for me as well. I know I think I start streaming late kind of last year, early year, and I never mm-hmm. really watched Twitch before that. I think when you kind of I think there's a lot of people out there who obviously are big into twitch have been watching it for a while and then they're like well i'm, I'm going to start streaming i think but for a lot of people as well they kind of they're new to it and they think right well, i'll start streaming see what happens and they kind of learn twitch through being a streamer uh um, yeah but i think I mean, it's crazy that all of, obviously all of us guys have been kind of fairly new to it and obviously it's crazy that you two guys have basically started on the exact same day i take <laughs> it you, you guys didn't know each other beforehand as well not
3: at
2: all no not one bit we've met each other through the platform which is crazy i also commend someone like you Brista who like would just like walk into this and be like hey i want to try this i know rocco also did that another great streamer he literally was like had never watched streaming he's just like oh this looks cool and just did it i mean i was really afraid to do this for seven years so i commend you guys yeah, for seven. having like the courage to just be like yeah, yeah you know what this looks cool let's try it um it's, yeah it's
3: definitely not it's easy like, it. yeah
0: it's definitely not easy i know my at least for my first kind of couple months of it it's it's a case of you log in, you kind of got two or three people watching yeah. you and then you get to a point where like uh do i want to do i want to go live today can i just wait another day and yep it just picks up and obviously all of us kind of have a kind of community people watching us now and it again, I think for especially people starting out, it's definitely not easy. There is obviously a lot of things to overcome, but I think once you get the hang of it, it obviously you love it. I I used to have to fight the
4: voices in my head telling me, you know, don't stream, don't stream, don't stream. I used to be so, so anxious, like especially the first two or three months yeah. before things really started picking up. And uh
2: I'm glad I did. Yeah. No, it's I think, also- like, yeah. It's like all things in life, man. I mean, you have to, for anything that's like really worth it, you have to work your, your, your ass off. I, can I swear? Definitely. Is that cool? Is that I, swearing? Well, I mean, right. I mean ah, yeah. is pretty, uh, all right. Well, I heard that. <laughs> I watched the other one, the UK boys were going crazy and I was like, I don't know, you know, if that's like the norm, <laughs> uh, but you have to work your ass off to do like anything that's rewarding in life. And, uh, this is definitely one of those experiences. I mean, the amount of time yeah. that I think all of us have logged in to even get to a point that we are now, but I don't think any of us are happy with that. We want to get even further is incredible. So it's a lot of hard work, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah,
3: no, definitely. definitely.
0: definitely. But again, we've got the intros done out of the way. Now, again, we're going to start off here with the kind of the, a foot freeze debrief. I know they've kind of re-released, not re-released, but kind of added on to the promo today. But again, shorts, that will start with you. Kind of, what's your been basically your been opinion about freeze? Whether kind of the must What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, so for me personally, I don't like it really at all. Um, because the the best part about like running a series where you save packs from like the second week of the game is the fact that uh like the best part of this year was they gave you three options or two options every day to like add something to my team or something like that um but since i don't open mini packs and they gave out a team it kind of limited that option for me and i think i'll only do one you know one of them probably a dama if i even do him um so yeah, I, I really miss the two to three SBCs players per day. You know the the hidden gems like Moses Simon from last year and um, and others like that. So I I really don't like it, but you know it is what it is, and they get the they get the
0: content out. So yeah, no, exactly. Slater, what's your? I know you're a very big content guy, with releasing videos every day. What's your kind of take on FreeSpin?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't mind it as much as maybe as the general public. I, what I would say is, I mean the EA have done a really great job of like basically rinsing everybody's clubs consistently mm-hmm. this year yeah. and, and, and not really giving people the options to have a lot of fodder in their club. Um, they're also making it for people that typically pack save, which I know myself and Jose and short are doing, but maybe the general community doesn't do or try to do. They're making it really difficult for you to, to do that because they're like, Hey, here's these, here's a surge. Nabry. Do you want that card? Do you want this Adamo? Here's, here's a road to the final. Here's a foot freeze promo. So it's tough people to say their packs, but I actually don't mind the less SBCs per day um because i think some of the players they've released have been actually really solid what i would rather actually see is honestly my biggest like i guess thing against this promo is that all these daily packs they're releasing are untradeable and i just i that is what at at its core really kills me the fact that we are just continuous they're just sucking your club dry and they're making you just force these cards into spcs because if you get an 86 dot what Silva. what are you going to do with that card besides put them in sbc for another untradeable card so yeah. that is the part of this promo that i really and i feel like is going to be the the norm for promos moving forward is that we're going to have all these untradable packs and it's just going to be impossible for people to really operate liquid clubs for the rest of the year so that is my main um kind of anti-foot freeze comment
0: yeah i think especially with the league sbc this year as well most of the league sbc yeah. packs have been untradable, and it basically forces coins away from the market you kind of Put your coins into these players you know get money back and then the only way to really get money back is through a playing the game getting the reward coins from that or spending fifa points which is what they want you to do i mean a A area business and they they run it fairly well um jose what's your take on foot freeze um
4: to piggyback off slater's uh note i wish they didn't make it so blatantly obvious how (laughs) greedy they are um you know, sh- shout out EA, make me a game changer and all. But, you know, it's uh, it- it's it's another promo that I look past very easily because especially when I'm pack saving, I'm not going to open a pack to perhaps get a random player that I'll have to squeeze into the club. What I like about the SPCs is that I can choose which ones fit my team. And luckily, none of them do. So <laughs> there's that temptation isn't there. But if they release that striker Dembele that uh, everybody's talking about, uh, there goes my club. (laughs) So I think it's good. I think it's a missed opportunity in terms that uh, Footmas was renowned for its structure, Mm -hmm. not just obviously the holiday orientation. And I think Shorstack also hit on that. Um, (laughs) If they had kept some sort of structure with that that made Footmas so unique, I think Footfreeze would have been a big success.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: I mean, I feel like I feel like some of these cards are pretty good. I will say, I think some, like when you, at the core, some of these SPCs are really, really good. And I so Footmas last year, I was actively playing the game a ton. I wasn't streaming, but I completed I think one Footmas SPC last year. Granted, they released three every day, so that's why from an SPC perspective, I don't mind it as much because I'm I'm still not completing a ton, and I wasn't in the past. I guess maybe an, a lack of options is is I guess the big concern. Um, but they're releasing some decent linkable cards um at the core in my opinion but it's definitely not some like you know incredible promo i don't think are gonna walk away from foot freeze and go man i can't wait till that comes around in yeah. FIFA 22 by any means yeah no definitely yes. and
0: i mean like i said with the i think with the adama release the other day i mean i know there was kind of a bit of an uproar or first i mean being a right foot left back I and mean, they i know they did go ahead and change it but i think adama does turn into probably the best prem left back right now i think yeah, is, the, issue, yeah. the issue for most people though is that the prices on these cards again you can't you can't get your money back from these i think if, mm. if, they, if they were 50, probably 50k cheaper i think more people would do them um yeah but it's i just, mean yeah. before
4: i started worrying about squad builders
0: i i never
4: touched them until last year uh if i remember right when they came out in fifa 17 there were like league players suarez amazing. and lacazette that were less than half yeah. the price that they are now mm-hmm. and i think you if you're gonna make the packs on you have to make them more accessible and the same goes with the players and that's where I think the issue really is, because I'll never be able to justify to a viewer to spend 300,000 coins of value for an Adamacharia that's going to sit on the bench as a super sub. Yeah.
1: If Specifically they don't run with team. the, uh, with the league SBCs uh, Quincy Promes was one of my favorite league SBCs of all time. Back in FIFA 18, <laughs> that that Russian league one, he was in my team. I linked him to right card and it was amazing. Uh, I think everybody and their mom did lock back in FIFA 17. Cause and he was just a monster. Um, but with, with the SBCs and specifically the stuff uh, for Freeze, like, I did, I think, four or five. What was it? Cavani, um, De Gea, Modric, and Moses Simon last year. Mm-hmm. The year before, I only did one. I did Firmino because he's one of my favorite players. And the year before that, I did none. So I guess it is last year they fit my team a little bit better than they did the year before that and the year before that, I guess. But in FIFA 17, I remember I had a full French contingent of foot free or foot miss SBC players you know so yeah i don't know it's just kind of disappointed yeah i
2: think the one thing too like i wish that the cards were i wish that there was a lot more like um like for the objective cards like volan and Mm blasi which i think are really good cards they're still not good enough to fit in people's teams i think the one thing that is like super exciting like you talked about you used a russian league quincy proms like a, a long time ago everyone has the same team and I and I would yeah. really like if a lot, if they released really unique and dynamic cards that were also in line with the meta of the game so that people could have really like diverse and unique yeah. teams. And I feel like we just don't really have that right now. We need a promo that, that allows you accessibility to meta players that aren't all the same players
0: all the time. That would be really nice. Yeah, I think the main issue, again, I don't know for you guys, but I mean, at least when I'm playing the Weekend League, probably at least 75% of the teams have basically the similar back line. They've got Neymar and Mbappé. And again, you've got like, you've probably got a handful of teams who are still kind of people who started started the game late, stuff like that. But again, I don't think any of these SPC cards are better than most of the players already out there. And that's the main thing. I mean, people complain about the content, but I think people only want the same kind of players, really. If, if, it's yeah. not, if it's not like a well-known player or someone who is popular, I think people complain about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like I said, like, yeah. I know you guys have been kind of fairly new to Ultimate team, stuff like that. And obviously, I think probably most of you guys start before me at least getting serious into it. But I think we, we are kind of spoiled with content. And sometimes I think people are getting used to that and just want new content every single day. So again, yeah. we are kind of, I would say spoiled for choice, but not a good choice really. With that um, content yeah. comment,
1: like, when they give us one thing, right, If so ones to watch, that's kind of dead, whatever. It's a, It's the same card as they give us. But when they get to Scream and they upgrade these cards, those upgrades are the benchmark for the rest of the year. And when the promo, next promo comes out, what was it this year? It was, um, I don't even remember at this point. It's been so long. <laughs> uh, when the next promo comes out and those cards aren't any better or they're just as good as the other ones, it's kind of... Like, why would we get these new ones when we already have these old ones? You know, I'm still running Rule Breaker, Mukiele in my team, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, why would I upgrade them to an Adama Even though that Adama is amazing, but Le for, like, you would know, be great comp,
2: right? Like, right back Lamar that was released today? Like, yeah, exactly. If you're yeah, you okay with one. Mukiele, why would you, you know, make mm-hmm. a move there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but back to what Bristo was saying, man. Like, the, game, the, the game's coded for... Like, I have... A bunch of players in my team that are from all different promos. I have Didier Drogba as an icon. I used Kylian Mbappe and alone as a lone Kylian Mbappe for one game this week, and like he felt eighty-five times better than any card that I used in my yeah. entire team. It was like I was like, oh my god! Like, I haven't used that card because I have a run first on RTG. I turned one time. I literally like turned <laughs> with a dribble, and I was like, this mm-hmm. like a player can feel like this. I was like, I'm trying with like an 18 wheeled freight train drag bun. Mm-hmm. Every time I get down the field, I'm like trying to do 17 little turns to try and get one inch of space. And and Mbappe is just one inch. He's by you. Yeah. And so like when cards are that good and the promo cards aren't up to that ability, no one's going to feel the need to do those cards because why would you? You could just go get yourself an Mbappe yeah. or a Neymar if you have the coins that, to do it. And they're way better than any of these cards.
1: Rustos one of the lucky ones that
2: packed N- uh, Mbappe. Yeah, I,
0: I did get Mbappe. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did get him untradeable. I'm not one of those, uh, those guys He's the lone Mbappe. That's later. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we won't get we- fired. Yes, <laughs> later. If
4: you want to use Mbappe, just pack him, dude. Oh, yeah, shut it, up. Easy, easy. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, because obviously with the release of freezer was the release of icon swaps as well. I mean, I mm-hmm. I loved icon swaps last year. I know some people preferred icon SPCs the year before. <laughs> Um, what are your, we'll start with Hosea this time. What are your kind of ideas of icon swaps? What are your plans for that? So overall,
4: my thoughts on icon swaps, I do like them as someone who, until I started creating content was very much a casual ultimate team player. Icon swaps was so much more accessible and the baby icon pack from last year was the first icon I ever got to use. Um, and I packed a baby hole, which for a casual player, sorry, sorry. (laughs) I don't mean to flex, (laughs) but for (laughs) for a casual player, you'll rarely have the chance to use a hullet Mm -hmm. of any kind and so to have that ability was honestly a blessing and it's what kept me incentivized to continue throughout the year now as far as icon swaps for this year uh i don't mind the shift towards more pack heavy content um, but the icons that they offered made the decision so easy Mm -hmm. i'm getting all of the packs for team of the year, saving them for team of the year. And I got a base icon pack because the grind was fun, thanks to the community's involvement in the Golden Goal scheme. But b- besides that, I'm not going to grind up 17 tokens to get a Thierry Henry. Yeah. Ba- mid.
1: Yeah. Uh, thought, That's kind of where I was at last year. Um, I got to like, ni- to what was it, 16 tokens and Balak was 17. And I really wanted Gerard, but I just couldn't deal with the game being a rival so i just got balak and he in my team for like up until probably future stars i don't even remember yeah. uh so yeah the icons this year like they kind of weird yeah
2: i'm a i'm a fan i will say i like a lot of things they did with swaps and um with like icon spcs coming back so i'm a big spc guy it's like i mean league spcs they've absolutely murdered but i'm glad that they brought back icon SBCs. it at least gives you another avenue to an icon Mm -hmm. now granted i think they've been overpriced and i don't necessarily i haven't done any of them but they're back and i'm assuming at some point somewhere down this year they will release a decent value icon so people can craft which is nice to have back and then from a swaps perspective the fact that it's not in rivals man is such a big win i i really think that's like i wish the icons were better yes but the pack Aspect of it is very unique and cool, and you don't have to do that, but it gives you an alternative, which is really nice. And the fact that if you're not playing, it's I'm not playing as Div 1 people with a French League One team. Yeah. I have four players that are like 76 overall. <laughs> uh, that is such a positive change. So, although there's areas that they can improve on, it's not a perfect level. The fact that there's two avenues you can get icons through gameplay and through SBCs, and they've made it a little bit easier in terms of gameplay. I, at a core, I think it is a W this year in terms of the way they've brought back icons.
0: Are you, you using did. Are you using that load Mbappe in your league and team? Uh,
2: I did very I much am. so use I him am. in the in the golden goal. Yeah, and I actually got that one done in six games. There, that is a flex, by the way, Jose. So. Uh, and Mbappe was the sole reason that we did that in six games. So yeah, but as yeah, far as far as what
1: I'm choosing, I'm with Jose. I was kind of flip flopping between the two ultimates and then the mid or prime pack, uh, and then I just I think I'm going with what everybody else is going, specifically because you know the ro- the team of the year grind and everything like that. Two ultimates and 85 plus. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> two ultimates, uh, the 85 plus and the 83 plus is just too, too much to pass up, I guess.
2: Yeah. I'm just, I am think we're all the same. All the packs for mm-hmm. 10 tokens and then the eight tokens towards the base and oh, walk away. Have what you done you that one sick? yet,
1: Slater? What? Have you done that one yet? You got, I did uh, the
2: base icon SBC. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got Berece. That's was my right, that's right. and he's and he's a Beautiful. warrior and I love him to death. God bless his soul. Br- Bristow, Bristo, what did you uh, did you
3: what are you doing I, for the SEC? I, I, honestly, I honestly
0: have no idea. That's why like yeah? that's why I'm enjoying and you guys. I know you guys are very pack heavy and you kind of want to get those packs for team of the year. Um mm-hmm. I can't pack a good card outside of Team of the Year, let alone in Team of the Year, although I was saying last week that I'm tempted to kind of save up packs, but I don't know. I don't know yet. I like the look of Rykard. I like the look of Coleman. But I think the pace is the main issue again on yeah. these defensive cards. The highest pace is seventy-seven. And that's some right card, Bristow. Um,
4: yeah. If I can convince you, um, I opened my base icon pack and I got a Dutch center forward, not named Croy. So um, I, I would mine say,
1: Henry, so you know,
4: lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> I would honestly, at this point, if you haven't already gotten the base icon pack, I would just grind up and wait, see how accessible the last ten tokens are and then make your decision. Because I, I do think there's a dark horse in the conversation in that base icon player pick. Now, I personally think a player pick for a base icon to be that expensive is a little bit overpriced, but player pick icons is such an interesting concept that hasn't really been explored. And that's what I want to see more of. The, yeah, uh,
0: I think they'll, they'll eventually probably release a kind of an icon player pick SPC although I, I don't want to see the price of that one, or even though <laughs> yeah. the, the base 850, one... 850, k yeah, probably. going to be, be a crazy amount. Yeah.
2: I think, dude, I mean, you could totally go for Rik- would be a play. Rykard and um, Kuhlman would be, would be very playable players. I honestly think if you think that you'd rather say, I don't want to risk anything, and I want to get a card that I can use for a while, I think both those guys are totally yeah. feasible to put in your team, and they're really linkable. It just depends on what part of your team you feel like you need the most help with. But I think both players could play DM, honestly, in your team. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. if you're not into the pack aspect of it, I totally get that. I, I think that you could, you could, there's a reason those cards exist and they're not bad value. And I think even on top of Jose's point, the base icon thing is interesting. The 89 plus icon mm-hmm. pa- pack is interesting too. There's a lot of different options. So don't feel like you have to go into the pack like Avenue because everyone's doing that. It's less because everyone doesn't want to wait. We're all so impatient. It's the reason yeah. why we craft SBCs and open the packs immediately. It's because we have eight tokens. People are like, well, I'm not going to sit and wait on these tokens. So, if you want to wait, man, that might even be the best opportunity yeah, for you. No, I
0: do think the kind of impatience of players is kind of... It basically has brought upon the, the golden goal as well. Again, okay. I, I've got nothing bad to say about golden goal. I know there's people out there who kind of uh, are receiving abuse for not doing the golden goal. And I get not wanting to do that. I think people nowadays don't enjoy FIFA through playing the game. They enjoy it through packing nice big cards or kind of other little things. Crafting packs, for receiving packs. People play weekend league not because they enjoy the weekend league and they enjoy playing it. They they play it because of the rewards. Um, yeah. And I think if people could get through the weekend league in a golden goal way, I think people would do that <laughs> probably. Um, that that would be I mean.
2: that would be beautiful. <laughs> and also, I wouldn't mind if it was like fifty games. Yeah, it was like really intense. That would be. I mean, granted, I don't think that'll ever happen. But that's yeah. just a unique concept. Or if it was like a one-off weekend, like a tournament-style weekend, golden goal,
3: that would be. Mm-hmm. That's a really unique really cool. concept. That's really cool. I don't want to go back to the days of 40 games in a weekend.
2: <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> even God I play never back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. But, hey, you had monthlies back then, man. And ah. monthlies kind of made it not as terrible at yeah. the end of the day. I still yeah. remember FIFA
4: 17. There was a team of, team of the season, Pulisic. All
1: you mm-hmm. had to do was
4: win the knockout tournament. I got didn't to the final it. four times, and I didn't pick up FIFA 17 again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in FIFA 18 when you still had to qualify. I uh, could never oh. make it. Then at the end of the year – I got to the final like four or five times and I still couldn't make it. And then I finally got to the
0: final and won in penalties in DC. Oh
1: no. (laughs) I was just like, I guess I'm not playing this year.
0: That's cool. But yeah, I know, like I said, I know you mentioned on the last podcast but the monthlies idea, I think is a great thing. Although, yeah, I don't want to go back to the days of 40 games in a week. And I know for me, at least one point, I got so kind of into the monthlies that I know my internet, my apartment went out. I Actually, my, my now wife lived in the same apartment complex and she had Wi-Fi. So, it's in college <laughs> what i what i did is i packed my xbox in my bag i brought my monitor went and sat in her room and uh finished off the last 20 games of weekend league while she was uh sat in the room as well so it's shouts wife child. material the grind, grind is, games of weekend league Damn. yeah grind is real man good for you yeah. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do um do. but like Very i said easy. boys we freeze it kind of i think it ended prematurely i know they have brought these new cards and we'll probably get to that at a later point in the uh, in the podcast but i know the yeah. The new Road to the Final team came out. Me personally, it doesn't really I know obviously you guys are seven packs, so it doesn't matter to you. What and we'll start with Hozia this time again. What kind of is what are your takes on these Road to the Final cards?
2: Would anyone like to go first?
0: I hate them. <laughs> I got burned
4: very bad <laughs> oh, <laughs> on Rashford and Classroom. Yeah. Um, as far as the new ones, they look great. Obviously, Varon is uh, what everybody's going to be hoping for. But mm-hmm. I, I personally think live cards, especially based around European competitions, are never quite as worth it as people think they are in the hype, just like OTWs, because it's not going to be until February when the next upgrade is provided. And you're you're really putting all your coins on one team because let's say, for example, last year Arsenal lost to Olympiacos in the Europa League. That's a huge upset. And now that card's lost two, 300k in value. Mm-hmm. And you've just burned yourself out of what could be, for example, the Adama freeze SBC, you know, yeah. and you've just lost that value because you were hoping and gambling on a on a result for real life football. And in football, you can't predict anything.
2: No, don't really you feel like you should lose though if you bet on arsenal to do well <laughs> yes yes agree
4: oh, look my. if you want to go
2: down that route <laughs> oh, wow. i've been you i've seen that, that up man come on wow
1: well, oh, no i, I kind of agree i kind of agree with jose like betting on one team is hard i got really lucky in fifa 19 with fabinho i bought him at like 200k and then he i think he's still on my fifa 19 team at the moment but he went up to like 1.2 milli after they won Jeez. or whatever. And I, I just kept them because he was an insane card. Um, but like, yeah, the only ones that are worth it are probably Varane, Alaba, Wijnaldum, and possibly Pogba. I don't, other than that, it's just a really, really weird one. And to wait two and a half, maybe three months, even if they don't win the first game of the knockouts um, to get an upgrade on them just probably isn't worth
0: it for me. Yeah, I mean, Slate what's, Slate, what's your take on this one here?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I
2: think the team the team itself, I think, is really good. I think when you look at it, like, they, ha- the first team they, like, released, I think, had, like, Indee and it had, like, Beibu, and it had, like, a bunch of, like, unique cards, and it had cards that I typically don't think we would see in, like, a promo, which I, I really liked, and people complained about on social media being, like, where are all the meta cards, where are the big cards? And I'm assuming EA probably didn't sell a lot of packs for that, so now they've released like a Varan and they've released like mm-hmm. a Wijnaldum, like cards that I think would maybe move the needle from a pack perspective. So the team itself is incredibly good. The problem is these cards are really unlikely for you to even get. Like, yeah. it's just all this stuff is like, the teams are great. They come out and everyone's excited, but then the actual reality of you getting any of these cards is so thin. Um, you know, you're every time I've seen five road of the finals packed through YouTube videos or like watching streams and they've all been Morrow Cardi. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I've actually seen – I've seen one Jao Okay. And so, like, it's very clear that, like, it's very difficult to get the high-end cards at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Um, I don't mind the promo, though, man. I mean, I, I think, like, if the betting aspect of it, I think, is a big reason why we like packs. It's a big reason why we now start to do this, like, predict thing. People like to gamble on mm-hmm. stuff, and if you can figure out a good deal, if you can be like, wow, PSG went down the first leg, and I'm going to bet on this card, or Man City's Jao went down – and you can get a good deal then that's cool to you but i mean these cards i think at their core there's so few of them in packs and they're so unrealistic to the average consumer that this promo comes out and 99 percent of the people never even see one of these cards or never even had the opportunity to use one of these cards yeah. outside of a draft
0: no definitely i the, think it's good for traders as well i think i know a lot of guys try and trade with these i know short stacked, um, if I my friend you sold oh you did, did you sell promise for about 210k yeah. and then you shopped about 300 and he didn't oh, even wow. shoot
1: up because of the Champions League. <laughs> he, uh, I bought him for like 280 or whatever, and then I used him for a weekend league. He was insane, obviously, his promise. Um, but he went down to like 200. I sold him for 230. And then the next day, they dropped the Iridivise foundations and milestones, and he shot back up to 300K. So. Just like that, I lost (laughs) 270 k and I'm not the only one. Like, Jose has experience with that with Rashford, which I don't know if he wants to talk about too much, but just the thrill of trading with these things is actually kind of fun. Yeah,
4: no. We have two different (laughs) definitions of fun. (laughs) I I listed Lamer – or not Lamer, Klosterman and Rashford both up at a fairly high price um, 30 minutes before kickoff, and Klosterman sold. And Rashford did not because Angelino scored those two goals immediately, and uh, it, it was just lights out
0: from there. How, how much did you sell Klossman for in the end?
2: Uh, about three sixty-five. He went up today a lot too. Yeah, with the good. lamer SBC too. Yeah. He went up yeah. a lot.
4: Yeah, that, that's why I know my lane. I just stick to the packs, guys. Stick <laughs> to the packs, man. <laughs> We're just not traders. Packs. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> about that what stuff.
3: are
2: you doing, dude? I mean, that's just not our bag. Exactly. <laughs>
0: But no, I think yeah, Road to the final is one of those ones that I think it looks good, it looks great, but again, a lot of these mm-hmm. cards you're not gonna see a the next upgrade until I think it's like mid February. And yeah. again, even after that, it's a slow one. By February time, there's gonna be cards that are probably better than these already. I know Pogba's got an inform already, which is the same as that card. I mean, there's a few cards in there that, that look good, but again it's a waiting. Pogba has an
2: inform and a rule breaker. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know why they would choose. that's the only one of this team I look at and I go, What's the point? There you could choose so many different Man United players that would maybe I just don't that one I just don't understand at all. It's like you have you basically race three yeah. versions of a card that are the same overall. Yep. It's very interesting.
1: There's so, one it, player like that every year. Last year it was Bignetter. You know, he had like four informs of ones to watch. He had the uh Shapeshifter, and then obviously they can't control like player of the Month, but he had a player of the month also. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you know, it's it's just they do it every year with one player, and I feel like this year it might be Pogba.
4: Rashford's another one to be fair. Yeah yeah that's
0: true. stage road to the final position change in form yeah mm-hmm. yeah no it's the same old, same every year isn't it i think there's always similar players who do get the continual kind of cards and i think mm-hmm. Pog was one of those guys that i mean if you're if you play for like fifa you'll enjoy him i mean i don't really like watching him in real life um right <laughs> now he, i know <laughs> he's playing resident United are you yeah, a man you yeah, fan yeah. Bristol? Uh, i
3: am yeah i am you don't like dude that's my guy He's so good. He's so
4: good. <laughs> a United fan United. and a Yeah, fan. exactly. He's,
1: he's he's hitting me.
2: Talk about Pogba. He's me. I mean, I, listen, you guys. Like I said, please. If you want to get rid of him, I'll call up uh, Mino on my on my own. <laughs> we'll get a deal worked out. I'll give my ad money to get help, the, help move the needle. That guy's a phenomenal football player. I, granted, I know sometimes he looks like he doesn't even care when he's out there, but he is really good. Sorry for going off topic, but Pogba's. That pass he had of Martial. who makes that pass, man. Yeah.
0: He's so good. He he is a he's a mercurial player, and he's one of those players that in any other league is great. He, I would <laughs> I would compare him to Amezo Urso if I'm being honest. I was
4: thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He know. needs
0: the supporting cast around him to really support him, and uh, he needs to not be frozen out by the club. <clears throat> <First.
4: laughs>
0: but boys, we're gonna move on to kind of team of the week stuff now. I know I know team of the week's kind of been fairly dead recently um We'll go through the past one here. I mean, who did you guys end up getting your red picks this past week? Anyone usable? Don't Vardy. It's a Vardy party. You got Vardy? Yes, sir. Nice job, man. Yeah.
2: I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you who I got. I don't remember I've, their names.
1: I've had pretty decent red picks all year, just from like higher, like the rating standpoint. uh But I got Cruz this week from Silver One. So that's such know.
2: a big pull. I know, right? That's, from Silver One.
1: Like it's, that's so it's nice. crazy, man.
2: Man, screw you, Short. <laughs> what the heck is that? Bro, I mean, yeah. I've had good red picks this year, but yeah, I, I, they're they're a dime a dozen, man. To, mm. to really get the big boys, I mean, it's it's so hard to get a huge, huge red.
0: Yeah, yeah I think it definitely with the the team of the weeks as well. I think they're becoming more and more kind of. No one really cares about it as much. I know, at least mm. for me, last year, year before last, it was kind of a, a Wednesday. I mean, 10 a.m. usually, uh, like Eastern time, that it would be the team of the week, and you look forward to it every week. But I think nowadays, you kind of it happens. You're like, ah, look at the team, like. I probably wouldn't get those like top three picks, and that's it, really. I mean, with the, all yeah. these promos, too, I think a lot of these informs you don't see it in teams anymore, especially this week. I know you've got probably a Kunde who's worth a little bit, but also who's had that kind of road to the final free card. Taverni doesn't look bad. Um, obviously, you got Lozano, Bamba's okay, and obviously, like Jose, got Vardy, but Vardy still, three-star, three-star, has already got that record-breaker, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But apart from that, I mean... I mean what what are your kind of guys' takes on Team of the Week then? What what are you you think anything needs to be changed with it really or? I, I think the upgrade system might be a little too
4: static. Um not that I don't think I, I like the concept of, you know, an eighty two moving up to eighty five or whatever it is. Um but how often is, for example, um looking at the predictions, sorry to spoil it, how often is a Diacabi gonna get an inform? I, I feel like let's say he gets a second in for me, he comes in an 81 rated in April. That card's virtually useless. There's no way to curve that player using the current upgrade system that team week has. And it, it makes for a waste of a weekend. If like we mentioned earlier, most players play for rewards in the weekend league and in your rewards, you get a player that wouldn't make your third string, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's something. no know, obviously, we've got in the uh, in the predictions here. Obviously, thanks to uh, to Mark for trading again. We've got Lewandowski here, Benzema, Firmino. I think it could have been Salah as well in that game. But looks of it, McTominay as well. I think we'll get one over Bruno too. Ronaldo's there, thereabouts. Ronaldo's a tough one. I think people always mention Ronaldo if he gets two goals, but I think EA kind of too kind of picky with Ronaldo to to put him in frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, I think it looks better than last week. But again, the majority of the team is still below an 82 rated. I mean, McTominay is going to be an okay card, but I'm not going to see many teams. Uh, apart from that, I mean, I think most kind of normal people will will not see these, these big, big, big big players. So it's it's a tough one. I mean, like I said, it's not a bad team of the week by the looks of it. But I think with all these promos, I think people kind of look to the promo every week compared to the team of the week every week. Yeah. And, uh, I
3: mean,
2: you guys talked about it on your last podcast the first episode uh, where like the incremental upgrades they've done they've dramatically decreased them over. Like if you were, uh, all of us have played FIFA Ultimate Team for a little while, the informs used to get crazy good upgrades. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really used to get really really good upgrades, and and they would drastically be different than the other ca- version of the card or the last version of the card. It doesn't really exist anymore. And one thing that I think is like really needs to be addressed is like so. For this, I think this is a great team of the week like concept to look at. Like Lewandowski's ninety four card. So Lewandowski. Is should have won the Ballon d'Or if they had held it. He's, the I think, most prolific striker in world football right now. Um, we don't have to say soccer, by the way. I don't really mind. And he's in FIFA, not amazing. You could honestly – could, I could see it for a scenario where, like, in this Team of the Week, Diaby from Leverkusen is in this, like, concept. You could see a scenario where Diaby would actually play better in game than a Lewandowski because he's short skills and, like, a good dribbler. Fact, and that, I think, is where the crux of, like, a Team of the Week is – kind Of messed up because, like, you could have an incredible card like a Kareem Benzema and 91 Benzema. And I genuinely feel like, even from this last weekend, Jonathan Bamba would be a better player in game than 91 Kareem Benzema. And I think that's where the issue of the game is in terms of like when you look at team of the weeks, these cards that are performing incredibly well, they just don't fit the game and therefore they lose the luster of of getting a 91 overall card.
0: No, definitely. I think, again, especially with like, like I mentioned earlier, the kind of player pool of players you see in the weekend league. There's probably a maximum, you could probably say 30 players and you could do like a basic game of weekend league bingo and just say every single game, you're more likely to get these kind of players you play against. And I think more now than any other year, you'll see more and more people using the same team. And it's not going to change unless there's promo cards better than these cards already. And it won't happen. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. going to see players who are like uh, Mbappe or Ronaldo this early mm-hmm. in the game. and That's where the tough thing is right now, I think.
1: Yeah, I think the like the the main problem it comes down to is like the really good gold players are too good, you know. Like in FIFA yeah. seventeen, you could run an Alaba, Goretzka, Shulka, and Schalke, uh, and and uh, Boateng, but like their inform upgrade with plus three pace or whatever it was was just so much better. So you had like you needed those cards to stay like competitive and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I I think that's really where the main problem comes down to because. You know, I would use a Firmino because he's one of my favorite players, but, you know, who's going to go out of their way to use a McTominay that's not upgraded past Pogba even? You
0: no, know? exactly. Yeah. We'll see, so. we're about to be in January Team of the Year time. And now we'll move on to the next part. Again, the main kind of focus on today's podcast is obviously Team of the Year. I know obviously all three guests in the podcast have got plenty of packs saved up. Again, we'll start with kind of advice for people maybe who, like myself, haven't started saving up yet that want to save up. We'll start with Slate first. Kind of what's been your kind of, take on building packs that four team of the year
2: yeah i mean i think you should do it if you if you haven't started yet there's still plenty of time honestly when you really think about it until the ultimate team of the week gets released which will most likely be around like the 8th 9th or 10th of january you still have like three weeks to save a packs, so And if you're thinking about marquee matchups every week, your division rival rewards, if you're playing squad battles, you're paying foot champs, you can actually get to a pretty large number of packs in a very short period of time. So if it is something you're interested in, don't feel like you've missed the boat by any means. For example, I have like a decent number of packs days. I think Jose does too, but you look at a guy like short stack. He has like, I think 250 packs or you say, which is 251. Um, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, the guy has literally been grinding for this for forever. So, we're not even at his level from a pack save, but you don't, in a very short period of time, you could have a lot of pack saves. So yeah. it's one of those things where if you're willing to be a little bit patient and open, maybe some of the lower tier packs, I would set a goal for yourself. Like for me, I don't, I try not to open anything that is of 25 K value or more from like, if it was in the store. And if you can set some sort of bar for yourself and say, you know what, I'm not going to touch those, but I'm willing to open some other packs to keep my club, like continually filled. Mm-hmm. You could give yourself at least a chance. And that's all you're looking for. You're probably not going to pack one, in fact there's a very real, real chance that none of us do yeah. but it's you have to give yourself an opportunity to get one because they could totally change your entire fifa game if they're Absolutely. tradable or if the player's just really good in general
0: short mm-hmm. stuff sure, so i know obviously you've got the the most packs saved up here kind of what's been your process in getting to that many packs have you been kind of going into draft or is this purely from like weekend league div rival stuff yeah so
1: this year more than ever i've kind of like dabbled in everything um Specifically, I played about three or four weeks straight of Elite 3 squad battles uh, and saved those rewards. But then like squad battles just got a little boring. I've started playing it again for the first time in about a month and a half or whatever it was. Uh, I get Div 4 Rank 1 rewards every week. Uh, I tried to get Div 1, but that was just too hard. And with the, the way that I'm running my account specifically, that the whole year is geared toward Team of the Year, I thought I'd give myself the best chance at the best packs. So if I'm not going to get the ultimate packs, I might as well be in Div 4 get the easy packs. I know that's kind of like ish or whatever, but you know, it is what it is. Um, And then I played and won and saved probably about 10 drafts. Uh, I actually got pretty decent rewards from them as well. So that was kind of nice. Um, And then we can at least gold three every weekend. Um, And if I would like to play up to gold one, I will, but I haven't liked to play up to gold one yet. So uh, yeah, that's about that. So what,
0: what would you say to say someone who was starting kind of saving up for packs right now, would you say the same, same thing Slater really like just kind of save packs and then open ones that you want to, what would you say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me specifically, I try not to open any, I think I've got like 15, 75 plus packs right now, you know, um, which isn't like amazing, but you know, I've got 30, 55k packs, I've got about 20, 50k packs, you know, so I've got some huge packs in there. Uh, but like the, the hardest thing for me with this whole thing is around this time every year, I've started comparing myself to what other people are doing. Yeah. You know, uh, so I see Nick Twenty Eight T. He already has like four hundred packs saved up, and I'm just like, you know, that uh, it's it's just really hard to see that. And then I got to remember that like I'm doing my own grind. You got to remember that your grind is your own, and it's going to be different than everybody else's. You know, I'm not going to do bronze packs to go into League SBCs and get the uh, the not as good packs. I'll I'll stay with uh, rivals and
0: weekend league and all that stuff. Yeah, and we'll move on to Jose. Jose, kind of, what's your been your take on these packs?
4: Yeah, so I mean, I have the discipline of an obese twelve year old at the candy <laughs> shop. You know, so I'm I'm. Uh, this is kind of new to me. I last year was the first time I ever saved packs, and it was for team of the year. I had three hundred packs saved. Um, some good, mostly bad, and I took off work and I spent the whole weekend recording about 20 plus hours of footage for a YouTube video, and I ended up packing zero team of the years. So <laughs> after I picked myself up from my deep, deep depression, I kind of uh started really appreciating the art of saving packs because it, it does take a lot of patience and understanding that you're doing it for the opportunity, like Slater said, not for a guaranteed team of the year and sure enough during summer heat later in FIFA 20 when I started streaming I packed team of the year to lit out of a 75 plus so you really never know and that was the first team of the year I ever packed but I don't count it because it wasn't during the promo so my strategy this year um is very much content heavy because I I like we said earlier I know my lane I'm not an elite player I'm a gold three merchant so um I open the packs that have less than two gold rare players, and so I'm saving anything that has the chance to give me two rare golds or higher. And that's given me the opportunity to test my pack luck with these new promos, but also keep feeding gold commons into my club. And if you're looking to make money really easy, I'm no trader, but gold commons are quick selling for, or I'm sorry, selling for five six hundred in the first minute. So there's easy coins to be made there, but my strategy definitely is just uh, save the big boys, and then of course the Jose chill trading method, uh, which is stupid, so dumb, by, which is tried but... and true. I mean, it's yeah, it's the it's best trading the method way. out there. I, I don't even gone. watch the foot
2: market anymore because I'm like, this guy's just um, this Jose guy's next level when it yeah. comes to trading. I'm on uh, to something. You are, yeah. I will say short segment, a great point. Don't compare yourself. Nick 20, AT does this for a living. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's right. Crazy. He does it for a living. Right. And I think if you're, if you're anybody, if you save 20 packs for team of the year, then that's a start. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And what I will say is this to anybody that's listening and you are like thinking about maybe doing a pack save. I've done a pack save team of the year every one of the last three years, they have been by far and away the most fun, like event of FIFA that I've had every single year. And I think that's just the case in general. When you save packs, because like in the moment, you want to open packs, but if you get to even 40, 50 save packs, even on a Friday of a general week, and you just rip a pack open during a new, new promo, it's so exciting and it's so fun because you give yourself a real chance at a promo card. So in the short term, it doesn't seem like it's fun and you're waiting, you're waiting, but it is worth it in the long term regardless of what you pack because the buildup and anticipation and the event that you create in saving up a pack opening is really, really fun. So I would highly encourage everyone just does it regardless how many you can get try and do it and see if it works for you
1: yeah i think uh team of the year by the way starts on the 15th so uh, oh
2: they moved it back this year um, by a week I, got I more time
1: so, because the base icon upgrade goes away on the 12th i believe and then they're so gonna, i think they're going to start it after that so if people are opening all their packs they won't be able to do it so yeah mm-hmm. I, I could see it happening if it doesn't obviously we don't know but i could see it being that
0: way well, yeah no i think it would be tough especially with i know there's not really many promos between kind of footmas and team of the year, especially with kind of the freeze. It's mm-hmm. going, I don't know when it's going to end. I think they might make this new team either mm-hmm. available up to Friday or a week and a half, like I do sometimes, then possibly team of the year after that. But I'll also that I think there's still a, probably at least a couple of weeks to get some packs in there. Mm-hmm. And I think it is, for people like myself who haven't got any, it's tough to kind of want to do it. I know... Uh, Jose's mentioned it a few times, the uh, the, the premature ejaculation, which is, is definitely <laughs> it's something fifty five percent of men struggle with daily. It's uh, it's tough honestly. And I know I've tried seven packs of forum promos and you get to it and then you open them up and you don't get anything. But mm-hmm. again, like like they always say on FIFA, if you don't buy a ticket, you can't win a raffle. Um yeah. and that's that's true for that. Um but again, guys, have you kind of are you are you hoping for any players to get into team of the year are you kind of fussed kind of what what is in the team of the year? Yeah, I am. I don't, if Bruno <laughs> Fernandes
2: gets in, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Uh, no offense. I know you're a Man U fan, but the, I mean, Man U hasn't won a thing. Can we talk about that? I mean, that they don't, that, that he's played, he's played a really great, incredible seven, eight months of football, but it doesn't mean that he deserves yeah. to be in the team. Of the you year. know what, so Man, later, That is the one card I really don't want to be in the team. Of the
4: year. You're wrong. Manchester Why? United won a lot of quarterfinals. Wow. <laughs> not the semis though. Not the semis. Wow. Um,
1: the semis. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't really care it, if I pack one, I pack one. I'd like Virgil Van Dyke, Trent to get in. Obviously, Davies is going to be in there. I think, but uh, specifically since they've moved to this community voted aspect of things, uh, Bruno Fernandez is probably going to get in. Let's be honest, as like as popular as he is, um, and then like from there, you know, it just just depends on what the community votes. I think one of Mbappe, Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo and Neymar miss out. The other two make it in. One is the twelfth man. One is voted in with the the eleven. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, so I've got one up here. I know Matt Foot Trading did a kind of poll on his Twitter. So I've got it up here. His kind of the community that he's kind of got a vote going out here. So far, I've seen it here is Neuer in goal, Trent at right back, Davies left back, Van Dyke and Ramos two centre backs, mm-hmm. De Bruyne, Kimmich and Fernandez, all in the centre fielders. And then we've got Lewandowski, Ronaldo, Messi with Mbappe, 12th man. I think yep. Fernandez, I, I definitely agree with Slater there. I don't think he deserves to be in it, but I think the community again community will vote for players who are good in FIFA maybe maybe like yeah. uh, thomas muller might deserve it
3: mm-hmm.
2: but muller uh, definitely and listen, he's like the biggest enemy on my channel but he totally <laughs> the guy played an incredible year of football yeah, and yeah. they and bayern ran through everything he should 100% be in it so but i also think we always I know popular vote is a big deal, but I think we also miss, we underestimate how many other people play FIFA that aren't on social media, that aren't watching Twitch streams, that they're just casual fans. And and if they're voting, I wonder where they would lean. I guess I would also say I would love there to be like, Lewandowski obviously will get in. And can we actually have a good, a really good, deserving Lewandowski card in FIFA, like a a card that you like are scared to play against? That would be really cool.
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that, I've taken from the Pintas off of, like, the Team of the Year aspect. Every card should be 99-rated. That's yeah. just my opinion. Or every card should be 98 and the Ballon d'Or should be 99. But I think every card should be 99-rated. Make them all insanely usable. Uh, like it should be the best we, team. Yeah, exactly. The best team. Like, nobody really cares about the the fullbacks ever. You know, we've had Danny Alves. We've had uh, – who was the left back? Marcelo. Like, they're good, but, like, why would you use them over – somebody else
2: team of the season to Bruyne last year was better than his team of the year card oh yeah absolutely it doesn't make yeah. a and I have of a team of the year
1: card it sucked it doesn't make <laughs>
2: any sense at all right he had he had a 98 team of the year card and he had two 99 cards in the game <laughs> like, that were a team the of the season and a player of the year card
1: yeah they're saying they're the best player or the best players throughout the year like a whole year
2: it's the most coveted team Almost. to be in. It's, yeah, uh, there's it's, 11 it's, players from the entire realm of football that are in this promo. They should be the best 11 cards in, that are not icons in the game at yeah. their positions, yeah. right? So exactly. I, I did not like
4: seeing like 99 Team of the Season Van Dyke and De Bruyne. It was because it, I, First of all, I love Team of the Season De Bruyne. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Red pick, but I, I feel <laughs> like... <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had
2: to continue the job. You've been but, casually flexing this whole podcast. you just want to run yeah. through all the players you've packed in the last couple of weeks? Is that what you want to do? It's literally just at I you. I know later. Know you oh, like okay, that, good to know. But, and it's
4: working. Uh, I'm getting under your skin. But uh it, it's it's definitely the eleven best players, and I feel like a team of the season card overshadowing it defeats the purpose of team of the year. But I'm also excited because with this year in particular, I think there is a lot of debate as far as like a Thiago, a Kimmich, a uh De Bruyne, Muller, etc. And I think EA has an opportunity to really release some interesting SBC cards, uh, like Team of the Year moments or something like that, mm-hmm. that uh even like flashback players like they did with Iniesta last year. Um, cards that still highlight other players that deserve the recognition, but still putting the team of the year at another pedestal. I, I do agree with the 99 rating for all the players. It, it, I, I feel like there's going to be something different.
1: Yeah. I don't know. They haven't done it yet this year, but team of the year nominees, if they do them again this year, should be coming out uh, with the vote and everything like that. But it just, yeah. I don't know. It's just the team of the year nominee one didn't really do it for me. They were, I, I think, got burned on a Modric, but <laughs> they were, I
0: think they were pretty much pointless and I know they were going kind to of yeah. want to put more kind of cars into the game, but the the upgrades on those are so minimal, but people mm-hmm. were paying stupid amounts of money for like plus 10 overall stats. Yeah. They just look yeah. so nice. It they did. looked cool. Yeah. It's like, like the UCL cards <laughs> right? as well, isn't it? Yeah, so they it's... look cool. Oh, yeah.
2: And then they were great trolls if you were opening a pack mm-hmm. and you see that blue flare. I don't remember if nominees nominees were in packs, blues were, and like the, the flare was so minusculely different color blue yeah. that it was like such a great troll for you, which I think is a really like smart tactic for them to use in terms of like selling packs. Yeah. Like you you see that blue flare and then you know like kind of what it looks like and you want to chase that feeling. So they, yeah. they're very calculated in their approach, but it yeah, was... The,
1: Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was so great last year when like you, you finally learned the difference between the UCL and the actual team of the year flare. And I think we all saw the Castro clip where he packed team, uh, the UCL, the port and he like thought it was Mbappe. Like when I, when I finally saw the comp, uh, who did I pack first? De (laughs) Bruyne's flare. So I'm the one flexing here. Uh, When I saw, I finally saw the team of the year flare. I like, immediately realized it was a different blue and then yeah. you know you see it again and you're just like oh damn this is actually happening so it, it's just so re- i mean it's a casino system it's so rewarding you know but yeah
4: i myself
2: got burned by an umtiti so <laughs> i i know the feeling <laughs> i mean my uh my buddy we were doing a pack of last year he packed a young and he's the blue he like opened the pack and thought it was a regular and he skipped it
1: and then we got god. to the pack
2: came up and it was it was frankie the young
1: yeah
2: and he's like wow. oh my god I pack team of the year and it's like that's it was, that's how diff like minuscule different mm-hmm. the, the flare was at the time but it, yeah. it i'm telling you once again same packs man because if you, when you pack a team of the year it's a card you can talk about that's all we're doing we're just like chasing up memories in this game you're trying mm-hmm. to remember like you're trying to flex the cards you've packed in the past everyone always asks you what's your best pack well this is the time you can get a big pack well you can talk about for a long time yeah. so save exactly. packs, man. It's, 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 a, it's really a fun experience.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I know Jose touched on the flashback kind of players. Uh, I was fuming last year because I was waiting for the whole promo for a decent Marcelo card. And by the time they released <laughs> oh, no. it, oh, yeah. that, that has to be one of the most disappointing flashback cards ever. I mean, is there any yeah, cards that you guys kind of think about that could get flashback that you'd like to see?
1: I mean, we kind of, I kind of hit on them earlier, but specifically this year Pogba could get a Team of the Year flashback. Uh, from his days at Juventus. Um, And then other than that, I mean, maybe a Marcelo again if they want to rectify with the community, but I don't think they really care about that.
4: It's hard because a lot of the same players have dominated the scene for so Hmm. long. You look at the front three, it's going to be a Neymar, Mbappe, Messi, or Ronaldo. And if you look at the midfield, I think the midfield's where there's a lot of potential because Mueller has had moments – Cruz could get a flashback. Modric could have a flashback, um, even though he had one last year. I don't know what they would do, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
1: I don't get paid millions. They can even do concert, right?
2: Out. I mean, even though Conte has been a year removed, they could do Conte because yeah, they they, cause they know that people
1: will go out of their mind to get that card. It'd Be nice to get a team of the year Conte three years in a row. That
0: even though you know. he
2: like has then, like even they willed them into one last year, which they'll do to Bruno <laughs> yeah. this year. They'll just yeah. will them into the team of the year. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they can do it with a lot of different players. It's a it's a good question. Um, the the question is, do they make the card like what you're talking about with Marcelo? Do they make the card actually as good as it should be?
0: Yeah, that's the main issue. Yeah. I think also you, you maybe look at like a delict maybe from last year, even a Robo yeah. if David gets it. But I said it's. Whether they kind of make these cars on par with these guys, and even with the, the price on SBCs recently, you know that these cars yeah, are gonna be crazy expensive it's anyway. Be extortionate.
2: I'd love to see it in the milestone section.
4: That'd be cool. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're
2: dreaming. Oh my <laughs> I, god. A grindable team of the year. Pff, a grindable please. team of
1: the year. Make it a yeah. moments,
4: ninety-three rated.
1: Or you know, like whichever one misses out, uh, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Neymar, like just they're gonna give them an SBC. Or I mean, probably not Ronaldo. Let's be honest. It's be, Could you imagine really if we good. had an
2: SPC yeah. one of those cards? Oh my
1: gosh! Or, or like an in insane grind grindable team of the year Ronaldo that you won't get till like July. But you know, yeah. It's, yeah.
2: So well, like so for what? So I was listening like Chew Boy, who I think is like a pretty renowned person in the community, used to work for EA. He talked one time about the fact that EA realized that like people play the game less when they have a better team. Mm-hmm. So like, there's legitimately a i think that was on your podcast like there's yeah, like week, there's yeah. like a, they yeah right so there's like a legitimate like they don't want to give you a great card because if you want the the moment your team is incredible you like stop caring about the game because you're like that's what you're achieving that's what your whole goal is all yours to have the best team you can yeah. so they're never going to give you some wildly op card that you can get just through playing the game or grinding the game because this it's actually counterintuitive to their their ability to make more money and for you to stay on the
0: game yeah. yeah, I mean, you gotta think of it. They're a business. Are they, I mean, yeah, people don't like the way that they've run. But I'm pretty sure if you look at their bank statements, they're pretty happy with the way they're going. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 100%. They're so smart, man. They're so smart. It's... You gotta give credit where credit's
4: due. You know, it's um, it, it's difficult as a consumer, um, but the reason why the consumer's hooked is because of the formula that they're producing. So there's something that they're doing that's working. And the same thing that makes us rage is what makes us makes us so passionate.
0: <laughs> it's, it's addicting. Yeah. Honestly, it's addicting. I know yeah. from previous years before I even got involved with the Ultimate Team, it's one of those things that you see there people going about Ultimate Team. And if you're not kind of you don't watch YouTube FIFA stuff like that, you kind of just stick to kickoff, play against your friends, play career mode. And it does get kind of boring after a while. There isn't kind of a way to kind of get you hooked with it. But I think mm-hmm. I don't know if for you guys, but at least I know when I first started Ultimate Team, I think it was like a february and march so again i started pretty late in the in the cycle but again once you get the used to kind of like getting a new player every week or kind of upgrading your team every now and again you you want to get that next best player every single time uh, but i think i think at least for me anyway i've not been able to upgrade my team massively over the past couple of weeks and that's when it does kind of slow down you kind of think well what's the point of me keep going here uh, yeah you're just kind of
1: waiting for that next big pack pool or um to get from that ninety nine to hundred per like ninety nine percent player to that hundred percent player you know you get to a certain point all you can upgrade with is icons you know yeah and it's it it is kinda kinda tough sometimes so you'll we'll get a big pull soon bristo don't worry it's coming for team of the year you'll pack one team of the okay. year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well team of the coming. year
0: Bruno's yours I did get yeah, a man. did get a team of the group stage Bruno the other week but I mean he's about oh, there you did you,
2: that's a massive pull That's insane. <laughs>
0: I know, it's tough.
2: It's like a 600. <laughs> it's not like a, at the time, it was like an 800,000 coin player.
0: He's 808k right now, I think.
2: That's bad. Really? I've mean, met Love a player it. that valuable ah. all year. That's, I mean, come, what are you yeah. whining about?
4: So, I do have a, a <laughs> thought that's been in my head for a little while now, and I don't know how to uh, correct it, but the most fun I have in FIFA is always when I'm rocking with the, with the early golds. You know, I remember when I picked up Ultimate Team for the first time in FIFA 16, I had a uh, Max Gradel on one wing, and had Danny Welbeck off chemistry on the <laughs> other wing. And that was the most fun I had, partly because it was all new. But um, I, I do wish there was more of a track to upgrade as opposed to in the beginning of the year, you can already get some crazy team of the weeks, some crazy ones to watches, And if you do grind the game, you're more likely to get them. And it makes players like a an 81 Cucurella who saved my club in the beginning of the year. Nothing but a cult status, you know. Because after the first week,
2: he's already unusable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the one, so one thing that's been talked about, about like how do you make like a player like a Carlos Baca or like a, Lurice, a M- Maurice. what's that guy's Muriel? Larice Muriel? Yeah. 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 How do you make a card like that like usable long-term? And I know this has been talked about like big streamers all the time. Is like, is there a way that you could implement a system where like you have that card and if you play a thousand games with that like, card, if you get 200 goals with this card, he gets like an incremental boost. That would be the only realistic way that a card, those cards like that, would ever get the chance to be long-term users? You could like use a mm. midfielder, seventy-five overall midfielder, and use them for two hundred games to get like an overall boost or something like that. But it's just not something that he is going to do because we had to stop thinking about it from our perspective. We had yeah. to start thinking about it from their perspective because yeah. that's the perspective that gives us the content that gives us everything they're doing. And they're not going to do stuff that's entirely community friendly because it actually is it hurts their bottom line.
0: Yeah. yeah, if they make it way too easy to get kind of good players through playing, then you don't open packs up. I mean, that's why yeah. kind of it you kind of you are pushed it's tough running an rtg because you do like i said like you get to a point where you, your team gets stagnant you don't improve it and you think well i've got to play at least probably another two three weeks to build up the coins to get another player or i've put some money on and i open some packs up a lot you are kind of more pushed down that route of giving them money in return for kind of yeah. improving your team
1: yeah they have kind of helped out the rtg aspect this year with upping objectives. Uh, that's been kind of nice. And the uh, the players, to be fair, have been very useful for the most part, um, no matter how hard or easy they are to get. And then, you know, the icons is, is nice. But I, I think they are trying to phase out most RTG users, you know, with with the way that they're running packs and the way that they're making everything untradeable. Like, if if they eventually just make everything untradeable, there is no way for you to make coins. Yeah. You know, legitimately no way.
4: And I will say... Um... Uh, Let me put my tinfoil hat on for a moment, Um, because we are being very realistic and candid in talking about EA's like profits. Um, I, since late November, have stopped using FIFA points uh, in order to, yeah, well, first of all, my bank account, you know, (laughs) was struggling, but I also wanted to have a safe and, uh, not safe, even of a grind for the packaging, and um, I felt like that was the best way to do it, and I've opened eight 100k packs with coins in the last week and a half, maybe two weeks. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah, the yes. Hosean trading oh my method. God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the best player I've gotten is an 84 board.
0: 800k. You've
2: opened 800k packs, you haven't gotten a single walkout?
4: Look, the discipline of a kid in a candy shop.
2: But I'm saying, but that's also insane too. From EA's perspective, yeah. that you would spend, you were able to spend eight hundred thousand coins on those packs, and you like, and that is, that's you're guaranteed literally nothing. Don't do that, by the way, Jose. Please, no, man. Oh yeah, are you doing?
4: No, no one else do it. No one else do it. Please. But it, it oh also raises God. the question: Does pack weight go down when you spent X amount of time without purchasing FIFA points, or when you open with FIFA points as opposed to coins? Because yeah. we, you know, I've I've had a lot of luck with 100k packs until i open them with coins
2: yeah uh well, that's a different discussion because if that was the case yeah, i think ea would be in a lot of trouble there, yeah is, we'll there's do.
0: definitely there's definitely stuff there and i think you do see people who have maybe got like a, a poorer record they have better pack pools and like i know from me obviously it's my first year in playstation i basically got a new account on fifa and i get in Bappy within two weeks like mm-hmm. that's 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 Fair. my best pool It's better than last year the whole year put together so yeah. there is obviously conspiracies out there i think there is kind of points that kind of show that maybe guys who aren't as good get better pack pools and it would make sense to make them play the game more. I mean, if you're not a great player, yeah. um, but the main issue then comes in the the legality side of it is that they're kind of basically they're a a bookies or they're a a casino and they're kind of changing the odds of like, you know, in it. Um,
1: No, it it would make sense. And then you look at somebody like me who had a crazy record at the beginning of the game. And I've had the same account since FIFA 16 and I packed Boutro and 85 Rio within four days of each other at the beginning of the game. So Incredible.
2: like you know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's yeah. I don't think they're changing weights. They're not that none of that stuff exists. I think it's just you know because everyone's it's all, it's all like uh, anecdotal. Like you know you, yeah, yeah. you hear somebody and then you like you don't think about the fact that there's also a million other people that are opening mm-hmm. packs that aren't getting anything that are brand new yeah. accounts, right? You so kind of
1: just say it to make yourself
2: feel better. Yeah, because you're packs. like exactly. oh my pack <laughs> looks sucks. You're like oh my pack looks sucks I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like oh, okay. <laughs> And it's
4: fair that. because overall, let's compare. Let's say twenty one hundred k packs I've opened between points and uh, between points and coins. I think Shorty almost
2: and- just almost died. You almost oh made God. him choke and die. But,
4: <laughs> but it, to be fair, it's always going to be like a one percent chance to get something good. So yeah. to play devil's advocate, you you guys are one hundred percent right in that. I, I just think it's interesting considering the recent news that have been you know flying around that we don't mm-hmm. have to get into. Everybody knows. Yeah.
1: But yeah. No, good. I opened two 125k packs during the Black Friday thing with coins, and I got an 83. So, Love you know. It. Yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. It's great. Do not <laughs> do
0: not open 100k packs up with coins, please. Do not do it. <laughs> well, but don't ultimate do do it. Ultimate 125k <laughs> yeah. packs, even Those worse. Ones. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> oh, man. But no, guys, we'll move on to the last kind of debate topic here. I think, at least for me, I know for some of you guys are saying as well, you kind of stop in early weekly like stuff like that. I think there's a lot of people out there who are kind of losing enjoyment for fifa i think even more so this year than last year um is there any kind of ways that you guys get enjoyment from the game or think that there is things to do better to kind of enjoy the game more or not
1: recently i've been (laughs) uh recently i've been playing till i get mad you know once (laughs) i get mad i stop so friday i went three and two and i stopped You know, Saturday, I went from three and two to 10 and four. So I had a six and one day, but the game was just kind of just in general, not great. So I saved all my games for Sunday. And then so that was like I had a great weekend. I was able to just chill on stream and everything like that. And then come Sunday night, I got mad at the first game, but I had to play on because I needed to get four more wins. Um, So like it's worked pretty well to keep me calm throughout the weekend and stuff like that. Uh, But one of the biggest things I've done this year is I have basically had one player in my team all year. But uh, Bucciueno has been that guy for me. But specifically Ansu Fati, I used his inform at the beginning of the game when he came out. And then the day before his player of the month SPC went away, I sold the inform and I did the player of the month SPC. So it's been nice to, like, grow, see my team grow around him, you know, how it's been able to just transform and I'm still able to get him into the team and use him. Uh, you yeah, so Uh Yeah, I love
4: that. I um, I also do my best to preach the whole play until you get mad thing. Because we play the game for fun, you know. Especially with everything going on, it's been a very hectic year. And why let FIFA add to the stresses of life? You know, um, I do have two things that I do in particular. Um, I'm not sure how I'll incorporate it this year, but last year uh, I cleared house for a team of the year. Completely started fresh afterwards, and I started a second account as well. And in my welcome backpacks, I opened Mbappe. So I made a very short-lived youtube series where basically i started with mbappe and 11 bronzes around me and for each win i got to upgrade a bronze into a or i'm sorry for each like goal with a certain player so it goes around like short stacks uh player method for each goal that mbappe scored i could upgrade a player from a bronze common to a bronze rare and then bronze rare to silver silver rare etc and i gained so much more appreciation for like random Eridivisi Silvers, and that lasted me until I started streaming, and I I just found so much more love for the game in fighting through rivals with a squad that didn't determine my worth as a player or my skill as a player. So that emotional aspect was gone because I didn't have to worry about oh I'm not doing as well as I could be. I, I was performing with a team that wasn't up to the standards of the division, but it. it it was something new that I recommend everybody try at least once because it changed how I saw the game.
2: Using unique players is what FIFA is built on as core. Yes, yeah. what the ultimate team is built on. I used a silver right back, Kingsley Hezebu, God bless his soul, for like 400 games last year. The man is an absolute warrior. Now he's worth a ton of coins because people have finally caught on. But that is the crux of the game. That's where the game is fun falling in love with like random weird players having these incredible moments with them doing themed weekend leagues is super fun. I ran silver weekend league team that. And when you do stuff like that, when you're using players that you know, maybe aren't great or maybe uh, like fit the meta or you're doing themed um, experiences, you take the game less seriously because you know that you're already putting yourself at a disadvantage. So it makes it more of a casual experience. The reality is that the games come become really competitive and also people are just good. Now yeah, everyone's yeah. just really good at FIFA. Now it's actually insane. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have like a casual game in weekend league anymore. Like, I mean, a lot of these kids are like really, really solid. And like the competitive aspect of the is being built up. One thing you can do right now you have, which could be really fun. If you want to have fun in FIFA and you want to play casually, they just released an incredibly awesome, like multi-month grind for silver players. Um, that you could do yeah you could go into the silver lounge everyone in there is chilling having a good time no one's going out of their mind or in the silver lounge you could go play with a wacky team have fun build up um and fall in love with unique players and it's going to be a very very casual experience for you so there are options in this game that are not competitive that you could totally shift your landscape to to make it a much more casual experience if you really mm-hmm. wanted to
0: yeah i think that's the main part of really just kind of i think going back to like fifa 16 fifa 17 People didn't play the game to get rewards and stuff. It wasn't as competitive as, as it is now. Mm-hmm. And I think people kind of look at kind of content creators and stuff like that and they, they look at all these teams and everyone's got pretty much the same team. I mean, you look at all these kind of pro guys, they've got the same team and then everyone wants mm-hmm. to copy that team. And that's the issue. People aren't finding hidden gems that they, they want to use or like guys that they watch in real life. They just want to use guys that know that they fit their meta and kind of they know they'll do well um and obviously there's a lot of people out there i wouldn't say the the average player is kind of a a gold one player the average player is probably silver one probably gold three around there there or thereabouts and also, there's a lot of people who don't even play weekend league as well um so definitely there is ways to do it you've just got to be kind of know what to do and not always follow the trend of everyone else which is it's tough though it's tough especially yeah. if yeah. you aren't a streamer if you're kind of a you do want to play FIFA. You want to get your your rewards, stuff like that, and you maybe aren't as good. You think you need the best players to kind of get the rewards. So, I think pressure on kind of players to do well in the weekend league can kind of make you have a better team. It's it's I wouldn't say a better team, but more of a kind of a meta team and a common team. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying here, I think. Yeah,
2: you feel like you can't compete. Yeah, absolutely. if you don't have those guys, because yeah. everyone has those guys.
0: Yeah, exactly it is yeah,
2: it is really tough you watch this uh that that kid who's 300 now yes. which is unbelievable Honestly. his team his team is like a i mean it's, it's gotta be what a 30 40 million going team if not even more right because mm-hmm. i mean those players work really well in game and that if you look at that and you're kid and you're and you're rolling out there with like i mean like for me i have striker gaia fo- foot freeze gaia it's like well what am i gonna really do against somebody in this game uh but you can definitely play and you can play with non-op players you can still make this a a very casual experience it's just the onus is on you to do that you have to actually go into game modes or take the game less seriously if you want to have that experience
1: yeah if you want to really get down to it finding those non like popular players who just have the key stats you know because honestly at the end of the day like position players that have the key stats are going Mm. to be good no matter who they are you know Uh, You could use a Raphael or something like that and it'd be fine. Um, As long as he has, you know, good dribbling or something like that.
4: Yeah. At the risk of like giving someone a brilliant idea. I I just thought of this as we were having this conversation. Uh, Why not? And this is a challenge for anybody. I feel like it's really achievable. Create challenges for yourself and do like a week of rivals with a team worth 10K. And then it uh, incrementally increase by like, let's say 10K by the end of the year you're going to be saving enough coins that you can rock a mill two mill team and build your way up while still using those unique players. Like build criteria, have an imagination, build criteria that are, is unique to you. That gives you a unique story to tell because at the end of the day, like Bristow said earlier, we're looking for stories. We're looking for memories and Slater said memories. We're looking for these things that set our ultimate team experience apart from others and I think as streamers, we spend a lot of time thinking about that, but I think the general player base should do the same.
1: Yeah, and honestly, now now would be the time to do something like that, set yourself those goals, because I tried it too late last year when everybody was running around with Insane Team of the Seasons and some Heat players. I think I tried, like, a 50K French team, and I got slapped <laughs> because, like, <laughs> like I just, I just couldn't hang, you know? And yeah. so it, it wasn't fun, but if you want to do it, do it now.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just trying to be, again, think outside the box. And no, I, I'm probably guilty of as well. People come on your stream and they'll say, hey, uh, have a look at my team. Who do you think I need to replace? And you'll always kind of go back to, well, you need this guy here, this guy here. And every, kind yeah. of got, every content creator there is they know who the best players are in each position. And yeah. everyone then goes to use that player. I think I know kind of team of the season time last year, I used a, my local team back in England. I did a full past and present Exeter City team who were in League oh, 2. Wow that's Lug- awesome luckily they had, a, they had two team of the season players you, yeah. one played for them one used to play for them but I found that was a really great weekend league. Again, I didn't do as well, as well as I normally did we got well, I think we went 16 and 14 but I think we had four bronzes four silvers in the team and like I said you get enjoyment from it but it's also not taking it too seriously as well I think I know mm. guys try and rock like a, a cool team they'll play yeah. 10 games they'll, they'll say well I'm doing a lot worse than I was last weekend with my normal team I'm going to switch back to that you've got to not take it seriously, really. I think that's the main thing, though. Mentality, really, when you're playing.
2: Yeah, and Uh, this year they've given you players that are silver players that are special cards all year long.
0: Mm-hmm. there's That's
2: actually true. really hasn't been a time like this for a long time in FIFA. i mean oh, they absolutely. they've also put in silver team of the weeks back in in the game mm-hmm. um or i'm sorry and am Bron- i'm sorry bronze team of the weeks too are back in the game like I'm they, they have like one every five weeks but they, <laughs> but they are in the game so you actually have more means than you've had in a long time to actually try some new wacky teams and mix it up and try new players and so the the, the ability is there but the problem is that we're all hyper competitive we want <laughs> we want to stay relevant with awards but like I'd say what, what you're saying, Bristow, I used a Silver Weekend League team last year, like right during the Summer Heat promo. And it was by far and away the most fun I had through a Weekend League experience. Yeah. And, and you can all you guys can do it, too.
1: Yeah, I, I would like to point out, Mr. Bristow, didn't you get tweeted out by Exeter City and kind of slam and get slammed for the fact that you were
0: using Vandasar in that? Yeah, I wasn't going to use it. I <laughs> they, they said, uh, uh, when did Vandasar play for us? Um, oh my goodness but again i i, I couldn't go with the bronze keeper yeah, yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I, I do apologize to the city keeper but i couldn't have used you mate i apologize um but yeah i said it's just kind of i think the case of it is trying to not go with the the popular like meta of the game and just again you've, you've got to play it for fun i think that's again all of us start playing fifa because it's fun it gets it's to yeah. a point where I know that you do want to be competitive and obviously as a streamer you don't want to be like oh well, I, stop at, I stop at Silver 1 every week I don't bother playing Weekend League and people are like oh well why, don't, why am I going to watch this guy like he's not like not competitive he's not, I'm not going to get better watching him but I think people there's pressure there I think you ask again for people who go to school they probably ask their friends oh, mate, what, do you, what did you get in the Weekend League and I think everyone wants to kind of be good and be better and I think I think that's EA's fault as well though but I don't know I think it's a tough one it definitely yeah. is a tough one I think like you guys have said Using unique teams, unique players—kind of, maybe players that you kind of have a an attachment in real life—can can definitely help. I know, obviously, short stats use promise for a while, and obviously, someone that you enjoy using. Um, I know Jose doesn't want to use any Arsenal players this year. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Took the wind out of my <laughs> Dude,
2: he packed? He packed the bombings, rode right to the final, and sold them in like four minutes. Wow. Yeah, like five games that he wow. sucked. By the way, he said he sucked and then sold him.
4: <laughs> I did say he sucked. I'll be honest. See, here's the thing. I, I rocked Road to the Final Sissoko most of the year this year since he came out. I rocked Foot Birthday Sissoko since he came out last year. Um, it, I, I feel like there's a lot of fun in letting go of your biases and just using the players that you like. Because yeah. I'll always use a special Sissoko card when it comes out. But also it's Spurs, you know, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think to go along with uh, Bristow's point, like, I, that's kind of why EA have a stranglehold on, like, doing well in the weekend league, you know what I mean? Because it feels so good to finally get a lead, even though the rewards are terrible. When your friends ask you at school or, like, another streamer goes, like, hey, what'd you get this weekend? You can finally say, oh, I finally got a lead this weekend. And most people are going to be like, oh, wow, I never could have imagined that, you know? So it's it's just, like, the good feeling Even if you don't want to grind to it, getting elite for the first time ever, which I never have, is just so amazing.
4: Yeah. I can't wait to say that in FIFA 25. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: think you've never gotten elite,
2: Jose? I've never gotten gold one. (laughs) Oh, really? Well, I also think that's like the thing is like the perception that like if you don't get those, you're not a good player. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. If you're getting gold three or gold two, you're you're honestly better than 90% of the people that play this game.
1: Yeah, I was but gonna, the, but the that people right. that are,
2: are streaming, the people that are like you're watching on social media, the people that are talking, like they're like, I'm yeah. elite, whatever. It's like, that's not the normal, that's not 90% of the people that mm-hmm. play this game. If You're a gold three player, you're actually doing incredibly well in this game, but the mm-hmm. expectations change. People in my stream all the time are like, I'm pissed, I'm 14 and 16. It's like, that's actually really good yeah. when you really think about it. When you're playing mm-hmm. against these people that are insane oh. and you probably don't have a team as well as good as theirs, it's actually a really good record. We our, our expectations have been catered to be way higher than they really should be. So, being Absolutely. Gold three, gold two players are bad. Although I have hit elite by the way, Jose. So okay. just saying that right. by the yeah, way. Yeah. Have you hit that. Neymar and yeah. Mbappe Oh, dome? you guys all get the flex shorts set. Have talking you about hit CRC- four <laughs> pack seven team of the year players, all you guys are talking. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've hit elite, so how about that?
1: There's no. your flex. Uh, I think like like you said, if you're if you're hitting gold three, you're probably ninety top ninety percent of the community. Uh yeah. back in FIFA nineteen, when they first had the team of the season red picks. Uh, and you could get a guaranteed major league team of the season one of your red picks if you hit gold two, right? Yeah. That's that's when I really realized that if you're hitting gold two, you're probably top 5% in the community. And if you're hitting gold one, you're even better. Like top 1% is elite and up, you know? So that's when I really started to change my mentality around weekend league finishes. Like I'm actually not as bad as I thought I was, you know?
0: Yeah, I think unless they kind of change the red pick stuff, I don't think there is a lot of reason to kind of push towards Getting a, a goal one or elite three, if you can get that far, that is yeah. honestly. If you think you can stop and be comfortable at a certain level, then go ahead and do so and enjoy your weekend. I think there is, yeah. it, it does get to a point where, I know definitely for me, there are times where playing a game of FIFA can ruin your day, it can, it can piss you off. I've been yeah. kind of, I've, I've thrown my controller about sometimes, and you, it's crazy that a game that you should enjoy can kind of ruin your day so much sometimes um and i think it's kind of not to kid yourself but again remember why start it and if you can have fun do it and like i said if you like like you guys saying early play to a point where you get annoyed and then if you don't want to play anymore don't yeah don't put pressure on yourself to do so uh one more thing as well i don't think we've really touched on i think is the kind of we we'll said the fomo but the fear of missing out on rewards and stuff i a lot of times on stream i'll be like all right i'll stop at 14 we'll get to 14 I don't get to like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I'll be like, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll try and keep going. I want to do get better packs. I want to get better picks. And from every time I've done it, I've not gone ahead and I've not got better picks or I've not got better packs. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it, it's tough. Yeah.
1: I mean, you've seen, I got Cruz this week from Silver 1. One of the, the, It's the highest one that I've gotten. Uh, Nick T got Sun from Gold 3 and Ronaldo from Silver 1. You know, so specifically the red picks, it's all luck. Uh, and then for me this year, I've been stopping at gold three because I would rather want more packs rather than quality of packs, you know? So two 100 K packs, I don't think is as good as two megas and a 50 K in my opinion, at least. So just cause you give yourself those more chances to hit different players, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I think again it's tough. And again, especially if you guys want to save packs, stuff like that. But again, like I said, it comes back to just the enjoyment and remembering kind of why he first started the game yeah um what we're gonna do guys we're gonna kind of bring it to an end now what i want to mention as well obviously i know slater and jose you do have the packening coming up as well related to team of the year do you guys want to speak about that a little bit before we end yeah yeah it's, cool uh, way, slater.
2: Yeah, it's a uh pack pay pack based competition uh he was flexing all, as you've seen throughout the course of this podcast he was flexing all over his timeline about pack pulls and i was like <laughs> I'm also packing some crazy stuff and I'm not using FIFA points. Uh, okay. We were, <laughs> okay. We were basically like, we were basically like, Hey, like we keep saying Pack packing on the Pat King, So why not actually make this thing official? And also like, why not have some fun? I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's everyone's, it's just, it's just to have fun. I mean, it's, you know, to, to make it a little bit competitive, to make it a little bit different and to, And that's what the whole crux of this game. We talked about the whole podcast. How do you make people more fun? You do stuff like this. Do it with your friends. Do like a competition between your friends. Save fifty packs each and see who the pack king is between your friends. Why not, man? That's the whole point. All of of us tell us who you pack because that's
4: that's again what it is. Like we're creating the narrative to define what the game is for us,
2: Mm -hmm.
4: and at the same time, building up this beef. You know, getting making friends. And having friendly banter, it's it's a great way to build relationships and uh,
2: build memories. So yeah. that's
4: that's basically what the packeting is. Uh, yeah, we can just can talk trash
2: later, right? So it's, yeah. We're talking a ton of trash to each other, which is great. And uh, people <laughs> yeah. from both our streams are are turning on us on individual content creators and jumping <laughs> on the other bandwagon. So it's been very it's been very fun. It's yeah. uh, but. Granted, it'll be very competitive. When the actual day comes, I will be hyper-locked in to win. the mm-hmm. Look, so get yeah.
4: ready for a 20-hour stream if necessary. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's gonna, So for anybody that's interested, it's going to happen on the ultimate team in the release. So when the entire team is released, we will uh, do a probably what might end up being a multi-day event, most likely, yeah. uh, to determine by points base, based on what you pack, yeah. who really is the pack king. How are you, you doing the points as well? We haven't released that yet. Uh-huh. Okay, listen, you guys want to sneak? pre I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, that'll come say- out very soon. <laughs> Let's just say
4: the icons that I pack are going to be worth a lot. Jeez.
2: There, there's wow. a tiered system. There's a tiered yeah. system. Team of the years icons are worth different values than
0: say team of the week, but it, mm-hmm. it'll
2: all it'll all come out in due time. We got some time, and if short stacks, that we might have another week, so we got some time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But again, guys, we'll start with Jose here. Jose, your Jose and Chill is that on every single social and Twitch? That's exactly right. Every single social. Uh, I,
4: I, I feel bad for everybody who watches my streams for longer than an hour because I might say it like 10 times. <laughs> but, you know, Twitch, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And when do you normally stream as well? Uh, Wednesday through Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 12.30 a.m. UK. And we go until I
0: fall asleep or I realize I work in the morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sounds good. Slater, you also Slater AC. Is that on every single social on Twitch as well? No, sadly,
3: that
2: name is taken on a lot of platforms. It is on Twitch, SlaterAC, um, and then on YouTube and Twitter, it's SlaterAC underscore is what it is, So, I, so which, which, you know, it ruins the whole thing uh, at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, that's my, I'm on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. When do you stream as well, normally? Yeah, I've been streaming uh, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Central Time, 12 midnight UK. And then on the weekends, we kind of play it more by year. so that's something you'd have to be like following my social to know when we would actually be streaming.
0: Sounds good. And short stack, your is it
3: short? uh, Can you is it short and then S T A K K E D? K K E D.
1: Um, On Twitter, it's short underscore stacked because somehow somebody had short stacked randomly. Uh, On Twitch, yeah, short stacked, one word. And then on on YouTube, uh, short space stacked. Okay.
0: And when do you normally stream as well?
1: I usually stream right now, I'm doing it every day because, you know, Christmas, why not? Um, But usually around 9 p.m. Eastern time eastern oh. us and that's yeah. you said nearly every day yeah nearly every day
0: uh usually if uh, after christmas it'll be like one off day so six days a week okay sounds great now guys thanks very much for coming on again love to have you guys back on at some point i think some great opinions some great advice there um and obviously looking forward to watching your guys streams coming up as well i said tons of packs saved up hopefully you guys get something big um but again guys thanks for coming on it's been great having you yeah, thank you for having
4: us absolutely incredible thank you it was absolutely. a pleasure